This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. What is going on, good people? Welcome to 2022 Fantasy Football. No, this isn't 2021 content anymore, any longer. Sure, I'll support the Week 18 people. You guys need to change a few things in your league. Your commissioner needs to change a few things in your league. Don't play Week 18. I'll support you. There'll be content this week for it. Don't worry. But for the most part, we're 2022 bound. And tonight, we're breaking down the top six overall players Talking about who's number one, who's number two, who's number three, four, five, six. Did Najee lock a top three or four overall spot in for you after tonight's 180-yard and a touchdown performance? He was kind of left for dead, it felt like, the last couple weeks. If Najee had come out and had a bad game, everyone in here would have probably had him a little lower and, and for good reason. You'd be a little skeptical. What's going on? Big Ben's gone. Even with Big Ben there, he was struggling. So Najee having a big week 17 was huge for his 2022 per- perspective value. So we're breaking down all the players you see here and more. Talking about why Christian McCaffrey shouldn't be anywhere near your top six overall. Talking about, about why Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase both, both belong in consideration for your top four top three to, to seven overall you are not crazy to take both wide receivers and justin jefferson where's jj where's jj smitty jj chase and cooper cup all worth considering in the top six seven eight overall they are you can make arguments for it first of all i want to say thank you all for making 2021 a fantastic year we hit 10k as you can see right above my head right here we're at almost 10.2k already we had a phenomenal year in 2021 2022 is going to be off the hook and it's because of all you so i first want to say thank you to everybody who makes this show popular and has it fast growing and and everybody you're telling about the show Spreading the word is the best thing you can do for the content, for you, for the, the growth of the show. I promise you as we get bigger, uh, things will get better and better and better. So let's break it down. It's going to be controversial. Some of you are going to want Cooper Cup 3. Some of them you'll want them, you'll want them 7. Some of you are going to say Jamar Chase doesn't belong in the top 6. Mitty, are you out of your mind? And some of you are going to say, let's, let's, get, let's get burrowed up in here let's start it off with a burrow people are getting burrowed left and right and people are gonna remember it not everybody it's not for everybody jamar chasing your top six isn't for everybody i'm not gonna sit here and say you have to have it you have to have it i'm not gonna say that it's needed i'm not gonna call it necessary i'm not gonna say that even Cooper Cup in your top four or five is necessary. Maybe you're still a running back, running back hungry type of drafter, but your boy Smitty might be leaning wide receiver, wide receiver more than most analysts walking into the early part of 2022. And I reserve the right to change my mind. I reserve the right to explore in mock drafting and information gathering and in ranking and, and doing shows here, shows there, YouTube shows, 
Instagram shows, mock drafts, talking about uh, this stuff constantly. I evolve. I change my thinking. I notice certain patterns. I think about, oh, well, this player is going to actually pop off. Oh, no. Now I'm worried about Big Ben. Now what's going to happen? Does A-Rod land in, in Pittsburgh? Do we predict A-Rod to land in Pittsburgh? Will A-Rod retire? No, A-Rod's not returning to Green Bay. But where does A-Rod go? Where does Russell Wilson go? If Wilson's in Pittsburgh, if A-Rod's in Pittsburgh, Najee Harris to the moon. Let me tell you one thing right now. You may have doubted Najee Harris a little bit. Everybody was worried about him, okay? 180-yard game, touchdown. No one's worried again. No one's worried again. They're back to thinking top three, top four pick lock. We did a mock draft last night, and I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out. We did a mock draft last night. Najee Harris fell to eight or nine overall. And it's understandable. I think it was way too far. But it was understandable if we did a mock draft again tonight, he would go in the top three. And I'm not I'm not saying people in general are fickle to that kind of information like, hey, 180 yards touchdown, what do you think now? But we're all human beings, we're all reactive. And if you thought you're gonna get away with getting Najee Harris at five, six, seven overall because of his slow finish to the 2021 fantasy football season, you got another thing coming. This man's now locked back into the top three. That's what happens in fantasy football. I'm not saying it's not warranted. I'm not saying the reaction isn't warranted. I think people shouldn't have knocked him out of the top five just because he had a slow finish. And if I have to predict something here, if I have to predict something here, Denver, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh, three places we truly believe some quarterbacks are going to land, right? Out of all these locations, the number one place that I think is guaranteed, almost, nothing's guaranteed, almost guaranteed to land either Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or or another quarterback that we're not even talking about, if there's one location guaranteed, almost guaranteed, to get A-Rod or Wilson or equivalent, it is Pittsburgh, Okay coaching who doesn't want to go play for Tomlin who doesn't want to go play for the Pittsburgh Steelers Deontay Johnson Claypool Fryermuth. you got Najee Harris a defense this team is built to win if they have the right quarterback in place Ben Roethlisberger is not that quarterback anymore he can't win the game anymore he can barely help keep them afloat it's kind of like Jimmy G in San Francisco, all this talent, but a limited quarterback that holds the offense back to where it's got some of the best talent in the league, if not arguably one or two overall in terms of potency potential for the all the players involved, and yet the offense doesn't rank in the top one or two or three. That's that's San Francisco. Debo, one, two, or three overall wide receiver. Kittle, one, two, uh, tight end in the league. Mitchell in the run game. Top five to ten. Like this San Francisco offense should be one or two overall. They're not. Now they're not horrible, but they're not where they should be. They're held back by Jimmy G. Now Trey Lance is gonna open it all up. And it, as long as Shanahan doesn't screw up, which he he's leaning toward doing again, because Shanahan wants Jimmy G in there. This same thing is gonna happen in, in Pittsburgh. Deontay's gonna be elevated. Claypool is going to be elevated. Fryermuth is going to become a top five tight end lock. And Najee Harris will be 
the number one, number two, or at least number three running back in fantasy football 2022 and beyond for a little while. Running backs don't have a 10-year shelf life, but two, three, four years, Najee Harris is locked inside the top three overall running backs go forward and and it, it's it's not even close for me like he is locked in there he is locked in there give me another running back that feels more aside from JT that feels more locked in than Najee Harris for the for the long haul there is no running back it's JT it's Najee and then you start contemplating guys like Henry who got hurt and who have mileage through the roof um you start talking about other guys that that have questionable situations will Kamara keep getting banged up will Kamara's situation improve will he be utilized we couldn't even trust him this past couple weeks we don't know what's going on then you got uh you got Dalvin Cook who's facing potential off-season troubles maybe we don't really know he's always getting banged up uh you have the handcuffs so he's kind of a safe grab but Najee Harris stand alone and for the future. Cook, maybe 2022, sure. But if we're talking 2022 and beyond, it's a different conversation. 2022 and beyond, Najee's very different than Dalvin Cook even cuffed to Madison. It, it, it's not even close if it's dynasty talk. If we're talking 2022 only, yeah, Cook and Madison have an argument to be made. An argument can be made for them at the same level as Najee, not over Najee. Let me make something abundantly clear. Everyone in here watching that is skeptical a little bit of Najee Harris. His situation, Smitty. I like him if he gets a court. Look, we're not in the game of if or what do we do? We'll react when something happens. Look, I'm here for one reason and one reason alone. To try and get as he ahead of the curve as I can try and figure out what's going on downstream and report back to you guys waiting right behind me as I sacrifice myself ahead of the curve, taking the hits, taking the beating, taking the ridicule. And then once the coast is clear, I'll signal you all up. You come running around and we, we reap the benefits. That's what I'm here for. That's my sole purpose. I work for you. I work for you. And I'm out there right now telling you, the, the sense that I get, there is almost almost a 0% chance Pittsburgh doesn't land one of the top quarterback options being Russell, you know, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers because it's such an attractive place to go if you're that signal caller. If you're Russell Wilson, this team's ready to rumble. If you're Aaron Rodgers, this team is ready to rumble. Let's not talk about, we'll rank... Najee Harris, number two overall, Smitty, when they have a quarterback. I'm so tired of seeing that. I rank so-and-so here if they get a quarterback, and then I rank them here if they don't get a quarterback. We have to make predictions. We don't have the luxury of, of maybe drafting. I'm going to put this player on layaway, and, and maybe if things pan out, I'll, I'll pay the full price once that, that quarterback lands on roster. We have to make assumptions now. I'm telling you right now, start planning for Najee Harris to have A-Rod. Start planning for Najee Harris to have Russell Wilson. Start planning for A-Rod or Wilson 
or near-equivalent quarterback to be in a Pittsburgh Steeler uniform, the pathway's been open, the landing spot is plentiful and inviting, and a quarterback would be out of their mind not to consider Pittsburgh the number one stop, the number one stop in 2022. If you want a Super Bowl, if you want a winning team, you want a great coach, you want to play for an organization that's going to appreciate you, there is just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So Najee Harris, to me, Najee Harris, to me, is the number two or th- number two, locked in number two overall player. JT's one. Let's break it down in a second. We have a super chat from Daniel. We have a few uh, uh, shout outs to, to give in terms of championships. Let's talk a little bit of that real quick. Then we're going to jump right into the rankings. Daniel with the super chat says, one, my league, Smitty, your advice to start Daryl was the was clutch. Thank you, my brother. Uh, super excited for 2022 and beyond. Get on over to Sleeper U, bro, if you haven't already. Want bold year-round rankings, trade calculators, and bold predictions? Get on over to Sleeper U. Dot com. Get your Sleeper U.com membership and start getting into 2022 because. I'm already ramped up and ready to go. I've got the rookie running back rankings article up. Ten, the top ten rookie running backs heading into 2022. The rookies, who's number one, who's number two. Game footage attached to each profile, uh, a write-up, height, weight, photograph, everything. Just completely laid out for you, ready to rumble. Top ten rookie running backs on sleeperu.com. Rankings are, are updated and ready to rumble. Najee Harris won fantasy championships left and right. Daniel, thank you for the super chat. Jacob won his league. Uh, Najee's last TD won my championship. Good job, pal. Testify, Smitty. Come on now. Thumbs up. Appreciate you, pal. I believe in Najee. I believe in Najee since one month before the draft, regardless of who people were saying. Gotcha, pal. Um, I just won my league due to Najee. <clears throat> Free Trey Lance says uh, Mark Cleveland. We don't know if he's going to. I believe in you, Smitty. I believe in Harris. This is the way, says Rico. Najee is the Najee is the Keenan. Running backs, very safe, no explosion. What? Najee is the Keenan of running backs. Very safe, no explosion. No explosion. Najee Harris, Austin, I, I, you're my boy. I'm not I'm not trying to go at you, but Najee Harris just dropped 180 yards and a touchdown, bro. He's a he's the definition of explosion. He's a definition of of a multi-purpose utility knife that can that can do Alvin Kamara like things, but also have a JT type game. He just dropped a monster stiff arm that rivaled any stiff arm that, that Chubb can can throw out there. And they both had an awesome stiff arm in this game, showing the power of these two guys. And, and on top of that, Austin, again, not trying to go at you, just going at the, the argument because there are a lot of naysayers for Najee, and I don't understand why. I think because people didn't own him and they're just against him or something. I don't understand that the, there's a lot of hate and shade going on with Najee Harris, which is why my rant was so long, which is why we're, how many minutes in? 15 minutes in, and I'm still talking about Najee Harris. 15 straight minutes is because there's a lot of shade, I think, unnecessarily, and it's not appropriate shade to throw on Najee Harris when he's got all the intangibles. And and, and, and Austin, 
what a lot of people are going to say about Najee Harris the moment that A-Rod lands there or Russell Wilson or whatever, when he's a 15 TD guaranteed locked and loaded running back, people are going to say it's because of the situation. It's because of the quarterback. Well, you know what? Whether that's the case or not, it doesn't matter. We're identifying Najee Harris as situation and player and talent all in, a, all in one. We don't have the luxury or the need or the desire or the care to even worry about situation versus talent. And, oh, if this player didn't have that situation, like, I don't care. We're judging Najee for who he is, where he is, and what he's about to uh, experience at the quarterback position here in just a few months, bro. Like, Najee Harris is going to be the safest running back outside of JT far and away. Far and away. Uh, I don't think I missed any other super chats. Mark Cleveland dropping a, a super chat. Mark, thank you, pal. Appreciate you all year long. Smitty, I got week two of the championship coming up. Oh, why are you playing week 18, Mark? Eckler, Jacobs, Lamb, Debo, Deontay, Kelsey. I started Lance last week. And I'm five points behind. Does all three guys uh, got something to play for? Uh, Mark, I wish I had all the answers to these questions right now. We'll work on it on the text line. We don't really fully know who might be limited, who might not be limited. We know that like, the, the Cowboys are going to play their guys. Um, I'll have more information on that as news funnels in. I'll be making some major guesses and blowing a lot of smoke. Uh, up the rear end there, Mark, right now without having all the information at my fingertips. That's why week 18 is not a good week to play. It's a it's a brutal mistake for a league to play week 18 because it almost doesn't matter. It almost is, is just pure, like, fantasy football, you could call, like, 40% luck. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't subscribe to the 60 and 70% and 50% luck. Look, you win, if you win a lot, you win a lot. doesn't matter. L luck will help you win all your leagues or lose, you know, 30% of them or whatever. But it takes skill. It takes preparation. It takes good management to win leagues consistently. I don't, I do not prescribe to the X percentage of luck. Like there is luck to it. There's luck to it. When you play week 18, you're shifting like that 30%, 25% luck of not facing an injury or whatever. You're, you're 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 swapping the percentages to about 70% luck because you could have the best player in the world that just may not play and you might have players like A-Rod and Devonte Adams and maybe they don't play full games maybe maybe they don't play at all maybe they play the entire game we just don't know um so Mark I will get with you on trying to figure out the best lineup for your situation but Next year, you guys got to make a change. You got to make a, ch a change. Um, Najee is the Keenan. Again, I don't agree with that, but I appreciate you, pal. Okay. So, let's get to it. Um, Jonathan Taylor is the 1.01. No ifs, ands, or buts. I don't want to hear any arguments. Um, I mean, I do want to hear arguments. If anybody's got an argument, make it like, like you could put, you could put Najee Harris here. I suppose I, there's an argument to be made, but Taylor is the safest 1.1 you can come across 
it's it's kind of reckless to not have Taylor one. Um, does anybody want to make an argument that 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 uh, the JT's two and not one? Drop it in, and I'll drop it on screen. But be prepared to get bombarded with no, no. Not making you take a lap because Najee's that good. But Taylor is the man. The man with the plan. And let me go ahead and uh, copy this and paste it. So Najee Harris is going to be my far and away. Now, I, I'm asking your opinions, but these will be my rankings. So I will, I will hear you out. We will bring your arguments to the forefront. But these will be Senior Smitty's top six overall player rankings not anything else so speak your mind but Najee Harris locked and loaded number two overall player it's not even close I love Jamar Chase I love Cooper Cup I'm definitely considering other options here at three and four but not at two not at two three and four are gonna get tough one is not tough two is not tough it's one JT, it's two Harris. You can make arguments, but now Derek Henry. I I don't have Henry. I don't have Henry as high as a lot of you are gonna have him. And you know my reasoning because my reasoning is why I didn't believe he would stay healthy all last year. But I will say this year I'm gonna take a, a slightly different approach. I'm gonna take a smarter approach when it comes to Derrick Henry, ranking him, talking about him, preparing you guys. Because last year, if I dropped the ball at all, because I did say Derrick Henry would get hurt by double-digit weeks, I did say to trade him if you have him before double-digit weeks. Anybody that listened to that advice cleaned up, made out like a bandit. My downfall on the Derrick Henry advice last year, because I I, I hit it right, was that we we should have drafted him and then traded him you know, by week six, seven, eight, nine, a safe place to trade him. Because even in every piece of content you find where I say, Henry's going to get hurt, Henry's going to get hurt, there's no way he can withstand the abuse he's taking at 30 carries a game after a 400 and a 300 and a 2,000-yard season. There's just no way. And I still believe that is the same thing. The same exact thing is going to happen to Derrick Henry in 2022 if they feed him the ball 27 times a game which they have to do to get the production that warrants the value where, you know, we'd all pay it drafting Henry three, four or five. Um, but I'm going to say this, I'm going to say drafting Henry in the three to six range. Isn't crazy at all. As long as your plan and objective is to trade him before you even get to like week eight. And if you plan to roll with them through week eight, you were, you were playing with the same kind of fire you played with if you held on to Henry and then walked into his injury and and had a you know had an unraveling of your season. You know Henry was Henry was fire and in every place where I said avoid him last year, I said he's gonna go he's gonna go off in the beginning of the year. 100, 200 yard you know 150 yard game three touchdowns like he's gonna have those big games. So. The downfall was we should have drafted him pretty much in all those scenarios and then just had the objective to trade him. Trading him would not have been hard, you know, because of how good that we thought he would do and that he did. Um, So I'm not opposed to drafting Henry in the top five or six this year, but he's not going to rank as high as a lot of people are going to expect me to rank him right here. And my word about Najee was overworked this year. 
Not too much because he's young. That was his first year. A couple years of that kind of abuse, yes. You know, Christian McCaffrey is perfect, a perfect example of not a ton of years, but once you get two, three seasons in a row of that usage that makes you a number one or number two or number three overall fantasy pick because it takes a lot of volume to have you getting uh, that, you know, overworked. It takes a lot of volume to get overworked. It takes a lot of volume to be a number one or number two or number three overall fantasy football player. So it goes hand in hand. Over usage, being a top three pick, hand in hand. Harris was overused. He was. But he's young. I'm not too worried about it for this year. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, I'm going to say number... This is tough. Number three. It's going to be a little controversial. And I would definitely try and land him later if you can. You've got to understand that part of this is me trying to explain to you where these guys' values will be. And part of it is, hey, if they don't hold this value, don't take them this high. Obviously, if you can get chase number seven or number six... I'm telling you to take chase number seven or number six. I'm not telling you to take chase number three if you don't have to. But Jamar Chase is my number three overall player. Jamar Chase is going to continue to do what he just did. Guys, you don't trip and fall into the rookie season that Jamar Chase had or Justin Jefferson had. Uh, there's a reason Justin Jefferson was so easy to spot in terms of being a breakout wide receiver and a future top two or three overall wide receiver is because you don't trip and fall into a rookie season like both of these guys had. Um, absolutely. So, Ali, you you can go ahead and, and, and laugh, bro, but ex explain your, your thinking. Explain why that's funny to you, pal. Because this was funny the whole season, talking about Jamar Chase. Everything I wrote on Jamar Chase, it got a lot of support, but there were a lot of, of, of hey, that's way too high. Hey, that's crazy. Tell me one good reason why this is worth three laughing emojis, alley-oop. Give me one reason why this is worth three laughing Not just one laughing emoji. You literally put three, alley-oop. Explain yourself. You've got the stage, bro. I'll drag your question up on screen. Go ahead. Okay, um... Let's see here. Jamar Chase is a joke. How, Gus? How how is it a joke? Tell me. Tell me. Dude, dude had the best rookie season you could possibly have. He has Joe Burrow throwing him the football. He will only get better. Jamar Chase, the sky's the limit for him. He has the potential to have that Randy Moss type season next year. This is not a joke. Not to mention, I don't know if you heard me explain I don't know if you heard me explain that you don't have to take these guys at these levels if you don't see them going there ADP wise that part I explained right beforehand um cup, cup would probably be cup would probably be next uh cup or Justin Jefferson probably say cup uh right now Henry's coming up don't worry I know some of you are like where's Henry Where's my boy Henry? That's what you're saying to yourself. Uh, let me get the right color here. I'm trying to color coordinate this a little bit. 
so it matches team colors. We'll go Cooper Cup right here. Uh, Chase is a monster. Absolutely. Sean knows what time it is. Smitty, he failed so many weeks. He lost people leagues. I don't know, Gary, what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> but any league I've got Jamar Chase in, uh, call it a championship, pal. I agree, Jamar will only get better. Thank you, Rockout. Rockout says, AB cost me the, the chip. Uh, Deontay Johnson was six points short of a, of a win. Shaking my head if I lose to a bet. Uh, the better player I can take it, but when AB leaves, it's hard to swallow. I feel you, pal. Okay. I mean, that that's this is the funniest thing. <laughs> like, it, first of all, when I did the Joe Burrow video, the Joe Burrow will be a top three quarterback in 2022. When I dropped that video, there's a lot of pushback. I was really shocked at the pushback that that video got. And then after this week, I'm not hearing anything. I'm not. I'm hearing crickets on the negativity toward the Joe Burrow video. So we'll see. Well, I'm actually shocked a little bit by the pushback on Jamar Chase number three. I'm actually quite shocked. I'm actually quite shocked there are at least like 60% of the people in here liking this ranking. It's kind of crazy. Um, next up, so we got Cooper Cup. Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? Josh Allen's number one. Um, he's my number one all year. Joe Burrow is on that two, three, four overall verge, bro. Easily. And you wouldn't be crazy to have Joe Burrow number two overall. I have him at two, three. I think Joe Burrow is going to st start being that. <coughs> Sorry. I've been talking all night. I was on Instagram for like two total hours. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Bur Burrow is ready. He's ready. Okay, number five. Well, you know what? If you don't like the rankings, Aliyup and Gary, you don't have to be here. You don't have to be here. If these rankings bother you so much, you don't have to watch. Okay? I'll just tell you that. If, if, if everything I'm putting on screen bothers you so much, you don't have to be here. No one's forcing you to watch. Nigel says, I would hate to have the three to six pick. I'd be forced to take him, but I think I could. he could follow the late round one. This year, I'm hoping to have a nine to 12 pick. I'm all about trading down, which will be a future video. So don't worry about it. Okay, next one. So we got two wide receivers in the top four, which is going to look crazy to a lot of people, but that's, that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Um, I mean, part of me wants to put Dalvin cook here. Part of me wants to put a running back here. Part of me wants to force a running back here, but I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I don't know if it's going to be Cook. I know a lot of you want Henry here. Javante would be here if we had more clarity on the situation. But... And then Cook having such a bad game. Let's put let's put all the players that we're considering on screen here. And then we'll move them around. So we got Cook. Uh, let's see here. Cook. So Dalvin Cook. We have Jefferson. We have Derrick Henry. Put Henry on screen here. We have... So we got Jefferson. We've got Cook. We've got Henry. I suppose um, Eckler is somebody that a lot of you might consider. Kelsey's way too early, especially... I mean... There was a string of games there where everybody was worried as, as, as can be about him. And... He's going to drop off. I'll put him on screen, but he's not going to be in my top six. He's just not. I mean, that's that's way too early to be drafting a tight end. Especially with guys like Fryermuth. Adams is not a guy I'm considering in my top six, bro, because A-Rod's going to be gone. A-Rod's going to be gone. Eckler I could consider. I still think he, he might be a little bit more of an injury concern than people are letting on because he's always hurt. Okay, so we got Eckler. Um, we'll put Javante on screen just so we can talk about all these players. Javante. Anybody else you guys want on screen to discuss at least? Uh, Tyreek Hill, he's really inconsistent to be drafting at six, but I can understand somebody wanting him there. Kamara, I get it if someone wants to talk about him. I think this is it. I think this is it. Now, what's so funny about the pushback, though? On Chase being three. Is that. Are you really arguing. Like if Chase were here. And Henry were here. And let's say Cook were here. And Cup were here. That might look more. Like ADP is going to look. And and I, I kind of said that at the beginning. That when you walk in. This is. this is pro, You're probably going to see something different. Than what I put. Therefore. Use it to your advantage. That's the first thing I said. But then Gary and Al Yub start talking about how it's crazy. Not even understanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Gary says, I get Henry at five. I'm laughing to the bank. Henry easily could go three. Gary, you're not listening to what I'm saying. ADP is going to look more like this, Gary. Pay attention. ADP is going to look like this. I'm telling you my ranking, Gary. I'm telling you my ranking. I'm saying this is my ranking. And how is it crazy when Cup and Chase easily walk out of 2021 earning this value? My point is you take that and you you uh, you use it to your advantage. Cook Henry, I could go either way here. Jefferson, this is almost a tie for me. Cook and Henry, I could go either way on this one. I think Jefferson's about right at 6'7". I think Javante's a little early until we know what exactly is going on in Denver. I don't want to overrank him. I'm very excited. He has top 5 to 10 running back potential. Kelsey, it's just too early. I don't draft a tight end in round 2. 
Um, so for me to draft Kelsey in the top six would be against everything that I, I preach in the offseason. Eckler's worth considering, but this is it. Like, there's not a whole lot of uh, of other of other names that you could even consider right here. To think that jostling this around a little bit is crazy is the crazy thing. That is that is so head scratching to me that if someone's got Cup at six or seven versus four, it's crazy to you. Or Henry at five or six instead of three, or Henry at three instead of five or six is crazy. This is the top seven, eight. Overall, it's just a matter of how you see them differently and what order you put them in. Not to mention what I'm trying to preach here is you have to use your you have to use your ranking to your advantage if you run into a situation where ADPs paint a whole different picture. Am I asking anybody to go in and draft Chase number three? I said it like ten times already that if you draft Chase three, you're probably reaching. He's my number three overall player, though. He's the player I want most after Harrison Jonathan Taylor. ADP will probably put him around here. But don't be shocked if we come back to this, this video and we see Jamar Chase being ranked right, right around here in the coming weeks. What happens if Jamar Chase tears up the playoffs? What happens if the Bengals go to the Super Bowl? What happens if the Bengals at least win two playoff games? And Jamar Chase looks like a beast. Will we come back to this video and talk about how Jamar Chase is locked into the three or four spot? Or are we still going to be laughing, Gary and, and Aliyup, that Chase at three is ridiculous? Because you tell me. You tell me how anything in here is ridiculous aside from JT being one and Harris being two. How anybody can have a problem with Chase at three or six. Or Jefferson at three or six, or cup at four, or cook at five, or cook at two or three. It's it's crazy to debate this in a way that like someone else's rankings are off base. I I respect anybody's rankings that are jostled around differently than this. Eckler's right here. I'd say Eckler is in that range right below. You know, like they're gonna be right there. You put Tyreek Hill, even though he's inconsistent and getting older, he's still capable in 2022. We're not talking about dynasty yet. In this conversation. Um, so Hill's right there. Um, Debo. I, too early for Debo. He had a great year. But he's injury prone. Adams isn't going to have A-Rob. Uh, Nick Chubb is injury prone to me. To be putting him near the top six. Do I have him at like the bookend turn pick? Sure. I could be okay with that. There really isn't anybody that I feel like. Is worthy of being talked about here. Other than maybe. We could throw Camara back into the mix here. And that's it. That's it. I don't think Chubb is, is going to be high enough to be in this top six conversation, for in my opinion. So he, these guys just missed the cut. Kamara, Eckler, Javante Hill, um, A.J. Brown. Too, too, I'm too worried about injuries for him. ETN's way too too early for this conversation, bro. Mixing around the turn, like the, the first and second round turn. Um Is Fournette a first-round pick? Not even close, bro. I like Fournette, but he's hard to trust as a top 10, top 12 overall pick. Like, you be you draft Fournette with your first drafted player draft slot, bro, you're going to be playing from behind the whole year. You're going to be trying to catch up. Your, your team's going to look really, really weak walking out of the draft if you use your first-round pick on, on Leonard Fournette. Not saying he's not going to play well. 
CMC. I don't know. I suppose the turn. I suppose the turn somewhere in this group here. You could argue CMC. Um, Kelsey in the second round. I don't have Kelsey in the in the top eight to top nine consideration. Uh, CMC, a lot of you will potentially draft him in that turn. I'm going to put him over here. I don't want him. I don't want him in my top 12. Uh, Swift, I feel like Swift's got to prove he can stay healthy. Um, Fournette, I'm not saying I don't like Fournette Bowl's life. I'm just saying it's not a... It's not a good look drafting Fournette in the first round as your first draft. I mean, imagine your team, bro. Imagine your team. You got Fournette in round one. Uh, you take who? DK in round two. <laughs> like, what kind of team is that? And number, number one player is Fournette? No, bro. Can't do that. Can't do that. Kelsey's getting too old. I'm going to put Kelsey up here because a lot of you keep mentioning him, and I know you guys want to talk about him in this conversation. So rather than take him off the board, I should have just left him and put him in the corner with CMC. I rank him ahead of CMC. But he's, he's not in the debate right here for this top six overall. Um, Diggs, not quite there. Uh, I like Diggs a lot, but Diggs is definitely on, on the side here. He's not in the conversation. Uh, quite like Kamara, Eckler, Hill, and Javante are. These guys are in the conversation. They're outside of the ranking. They're in the conversation. Uh, Big Dog won a championship. We got a lot of champions in this group. A lot of you won the championship tonight and I'm proud of you congratulations good job where does Fournette go not in round one at all and you, you gotta you gotta go off the offseason news the draft you can't draft Leonard Fournette in round two even until you at least get out of the NFL draft without any competition getting drafted onto that Tampa Bay roster bro you can't go near Fournette as a top 24 overall player or you're playing with fire until you walk out and uh, of the NFL draft and know what you're looking at. So right now, not even second round, bro. But could he climb into the late second? I mean, I suppose. I don't think I'm taking him that high. That's a high draft pick for Leonard Fournette, who's failed uh, multiple times. Joe Burrow tore his ACL in his rookie year. Bengals are a Burrow re-injury away from going mediocre. That's why I wouldn't draft Chase so high, especially if that line doesn't improve. Does the line look like it's not improving, Scooby? I mean, it, it definitely is is improving bad. In fact, I think the Bengals, the Bengals either get the Bengals either get one win away from the the, the Super Bowl, or they could they could they they could sneak in. They're they're playing out of their minds, guys. The Bengals, I had the Bengals winning the division in the offseason. And it got laughed at. The same thing that, that Ali Oop and Gary are saying to me now with my Jamar Chase ranking, which I believe is completely warranted, which is crazy that there's that much pushback. I'll just be honest. I'm a, I'm a little shocked there's so much pushback on Jamar Chase being ranked in my mind at three. ADP used to our advantage. We take Chase later. Again, can't stress that enough. When you're talking about rankings, you don't draft based on your rankings. You draft based on your rankings incorporating ADP data. If you rank Jamar Chase 3 but is ADP 7, you are making a grave mistake to draft him double the ADP value. So you have to know that. But man, I mean, the, the Bengals, I got ripped to shreds on that Bengals winning the division. 
Oh, drafting, you have to draft Sewell. Drafting Jamar Chase is a mistake. This and that and the other. You'll see. You'll see Smitty. You're going to look like a fool. The Bengals are on fire. They have a good rush defense, good front seven. Yeah, they're, they're, they have trouble against the pass, but they score a lot of points. They can hang with anybody. Will they win the Super Bowl? Will they beat the Packers? I believe the Packers would be the team they probably would face if the Bengals somehow do make it to the big dance. I don't know that they would win. I, don't, I just know that the Bengals are so undervalued, they're going to get so much better. And Joe, Joe Burrow is going to be top two to three in 2022 for all quarterbacks walking out of 2022 fantasy football scoring. Jamar Chase is going to be one to three for wide receiver scoring. And the number one wide receiver, the last time I checked people, is worthy of a top six pick. And Jamar Chase is something special. What Jamar Chase is brewing up is different. It's not just, okay, he's in a good situation. He's got a pretty good skill set. What Jamar Chase brings to the table, dare I say, is even different than Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson runs amazing routes. He's only going to get better. But this man doesn't have the quarterback consistency that Jamar Chase has. Okay, Jamar Chase is walking into the best quarterback situation you could walk into in fantasy football, in the NFL. His former college quarterback... Their rapport is is unmatched. That's why Jamar Chase is being talked about as the number one or number two or number three in most anybody's eyes. Even in people that don't, even with people that don't agree with my ranking, are gonna at least have Jamar Chase in the, in the top three. Which is why I feel, find it funny that it's even rubbing anybody the wrong way when it's that close. But even people that doubt Jamar a little bit are like, okay, Smitty, you're a little you're a little out of control here with Chase at three. And you're acting a little crazy. And this is the, what this is the way it is for me every offseason. This is the beginning of the offseason. We're already starting off with a bold, uncomfortable call of Jamar Chase being this valuable. Even though we'll use ADP to our advantage. I can't stress that enough. We're not taking Jamar Chase number three if we don't have to. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that. But I want to say it again for the people in the back or the people that just joined. So... Jamar Chase, three. Cup, four. Cook, Henry, five. Justin Jefferson, I would say, in the five to six range. That's my top six. That's my top six. Everybody's welcome to drop their own, and I'll throw it on screen. Uh, Debo, I would say the turn. I would say the turn. It's rubbing me the wrong way. Goodness, Gary. Gary, Gary, what, what, sometimes I wonder, Gary, why, why you even watch the show? It's rubbing me the wrong way because you weren't top three on Chase before the big game. How could, uh, how could another human being talk up Jamar Chase more than I've talked him up all year long? Answer me that, Gary. Maybe that's why it's rubbing me the wrong way. I don't know. I've literally talked this man up. To the extreme, as much as a human being could possibly talk up, and yet you're telling me I, I'm going off recency bias, and that I didn't predict him, Gary, to have a three TD game before the season ended. Did I not, Gary? Do, were you here? Can you at least acknowledge that I said multiple times? If you watch the show often, 
you know, and anybody in here can confirm, I said Jamar Chase would have a 3-TD, 180-yard game coming up before the season ended. Did I not say that, Gary? So tell me how, tell me how, tell me how, Gary. Tell me, please. How How am I using any recency bias or that I'm, I'm ranking it? It's crazy. This is madness. Who's next year's cup, Smitty? I got him in the fourth fourth round this year. Uh, we'll get into that. Don't worry. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, I think I got a super here from Lewis. Did I get to this one? Cook is good, but ruined my fantasy. I mean, that's that's going to be what we're all going to struggle with, Lewis. Right? Is do we trust Cook after he just crapped the bed? big time in week 16 but Cousins was not in the game Jefferson also crapped the bed the entire offense crapped the bed but it just goes to show though if Cousins were to go down that offense can fall apart so there is some risk that that is why Jefferson ranks here below Cup and Jamar because Cup is in an unbelievable situation yeah could, could Burrow go down like we're saying Cup could go could go down I mean sure but Burrow is a whole different quarterback on a whole different level, and I don't use his ACL injury against him. He's bounced back phenomenally, and and that offensive line is not as bad as people make it out to be. Number one, uh, they brought a, a, a couple guys back. Number one, they did address it. I agree less than they should have in the draft. They had an opportunity to really crush the draft because so many offensive linemen fell in this very offensive skill position geared draft in 2021. Um, there were offensive linemen to be had left and right in the second round. So they made the right move drafting Jamar Chase. They should have did a little bit better job on the offensive line in the second round and, and with those picks. But Jamar Chase is better. And I said this, and, I, and the kind of pushback I'm getting on the Jamar Chase ranking right here, I got with drafting Jamar Chase to begin with. All I heard all offseason long was that Sewell was the pick. If you don't take Sewell, it's a mistake. You can't protect Burrow. You can't. You remember that? The, this is where the megaphone really got its birth. Was when everybody kept saying, "You have to protect Jamar Chase, Smitty," but you have to protect Jamar. That's where the megaphone was really born, and it got solidified into the show. Is because I had to come up with a voice, in a way to pretend to be the person, the naysayer against the drafting of Jamar Chase. That is really where the megaphone uh, got its uh, its its ring, if you will, is from that. But yeah, so Lewis, you're right. I mean, Dalvin Cook crapped a lot of beds this week, and we've got to ask ourselves, are we willing to take that chance in 2022? Um, I don't blame you for being skeptical. That's why I kind of have Henry and Cook as like, like I could do this. I could I could be fine with that, you know. I, I'm I'm all about wide receiver in 2022, and you guys are gonna learn that about my content. I'm gonna be not that I want to take them all super high. Not that I want to take Jamar Chase. I I think what you need to take away from this, Gary, or anybody that's not really feeling what I'm throwing out there right now, is that you clean up when you take Chase if you have the number six overall pick. It means you don't force running back. Me having Chase ranked here is a sign. That this is what I believe you're going to get. And if you use ADP to your advantage 
and you're drafting number five or six, no need to fret anymore. I'm telling you, drafting Jamar Chase at five or six is gold because you're going to get, I think, top three overall player production. And, and for everybody that thinks this is crazy or that's crazy, just keep in mind that this man shocked everybody. And for anybody that thinks a ranking looks off base, it's ridiculous, it looks horrible, keep in mind, check yourself. Check yourself at the front door on anybody. When you complain about anybody's ranking and remind yourself that Cooper Cup, despite being loved and liked by a lot of people, over-delivered beyond anybody's expectation 10 times over. And so, you know, things are not always what they seem. And I think everybody needs to take that perspective into 2022 that there's a lot that can happen um, in a lot of different ways. Burrow is special. Have them in Dynasty at a boy. Chase and Burrow are special. R. Smith. It's going to be a magical next decade, bro. Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow. Yep. Appreciate your super chat. Zachary Barlow. Uh, let's see here. Nigel. Uh, Smitty, you have the 3-4 pick. What are you doing? Um, at four, I'm not afraid to reach for, for, for Jamar Chase. I'm not. And, and it's Taylor Harris. And then if I'm drafting at, at five or six and, and cup or chase fall, I'm taking them. I'm not taking them over Henry or cook. I I'd rather go wide receiver in the, in round one. I'd rather get a guaranteed player that I feel is going to be in the top five overall. Uh, so that's how I go. I mean, scoring could depend, you know, a little bit, uh, could move things around a little bit for me. Zachary Barlow. Burrow, Chase, Higgins, triple stack next year. Uh, like your Brady, Evans, Godwin, triple stack. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you could get them, I, that will be, I'll, I'll have some content on that depending on how the ADPs look and how the early ADPs have these guys falling. But if you can get Jamar Chase in round one, even if it's at the end of round one, you don't have to take him at three. I uh, can't repeat that enough on this show, which I'll have to apparently. But if you draft Jamar Chase, let's say at number six, and then you get Burrow in round five, four or five, wherever his ADP ends up landing. We don't really know. And then you get Higgins. I mean, I don't know. Will Higgins go in round four, round three? I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to spend your first and second rounder on this. But if you can go round one, use round two on another weapon, try your best to use another, uh, get another weapon with your round three pick. Even if you got to move like your five into round three to get Higgins or wherever Higgins ends up leveling at like if you can surround chase burrow higgins with two additional top three round guys then you're in the money that will be that will be the strategy that you see me talk about barlow not so much uh uh drafting of chase higgins and burrow without any movement with your draft order my strategy will be draft the three of them but make sure you have two additional players inside the top you know 36 overall that is championship right there. That is two additional players that can weather the storm if, if since he has a bad game and you have two other studs that can carry you week in and week out. You can be extremely consistent if you can get two other players involved that are of that level. Um, Tony, appreciate the super chat. Tony, Tony says, with one minute left, I needed 4.57 points from Najee. Big Ben hands off to Najee, and he won me the league. Atta boy, Tony. Appreciate your super chats and all your support. Uh, let's get to it. 
Let's make 2022 fantastic, pal. Who had the better stiff arm tonight? They were both different. I liked them both. Uh, my first thought was Najee's was better, and then at the end of the stiff arm, when Chubb just shoved him to the ground, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. These are two different. They're both like a, uh, I don't know, 9 out of 10 tie. Different. They're both different styles of abuse that they threw down. Uh, Austin with another super chat. Austin, let me go find it. Thank you, Barlow. Thank you, uh, R. Smith. Appreciate you. Nigel, um, thank you for your question, Nigel. And Austin, let me look and find your, your other super chat. Lewis, appreciate you, pal. Vincent. I'm sorry, Vincent. I see your message now. Are you still here, Vincent? Mark Cleveland. Austin, where I haven't seen another super chat from you, pal. Are you talking about your first one? Are you talking about this first one, Austin? We, we went through that at the beginning. Do you need me to go through that again for you? Uh, Eli Mitchell in the fourth round or DK in the fifth round? Uh, DK revived his fantasy value quite a bit in this week 16 battle or week 17 battle. Um, I like Eli Mitchell a lot. But I'd probably say I'd go DK with a round later. Um, but I love Eli Mitchell. I, I feel like his, his future is probably bright, but we don't know for sure. Shanahan's such a mess, you know. I worry about that situation. Terry Roberts with a super chat. Smitty, here you go. You're the man. Terry winning his championship. Terry, you, you definitely won, right? Um, R. Smith, no, I got to your man. Where is everybody in Bizarro World today? R. R. Smith, I got to yours, pal. But I'll, I'll uh, did you do another one? This one, this one, I got to. Is there another one, R. Smith? I was saying Chase and Burrow are special. Yes, they are. Kind sir, appreciate your super chat, and you are one hundred percent correct, R. Smith. One hundred percent correct. This is the most talented uh, duo, I think, in fantasy football right now. Uh, over Josh Allen and, and Diggs, probably. Over A-Rod and, and Adams. Um, over Mahomes and Hill, because Hill can be inconsistent, and Mahomes has been a little inconsistent. I'd rather have Burrow and Chase. If I'm in a dynasty league, I'd rather have Burrow and Chase. This is why Burrow ranks ahead of Herbert, who I love. Herbert's three or four for quarterbacks going forward. He's top four. I love Joe. I I love me some some Herbert, but Joe Burrow, Joey B. is is locked into my two three, my two three. I I I say two three because it probably you know Josh Allen, number one, Mahomes and Mahomes and Joey B are gonna be kind of neck and neck for me. I love Mahomes. You guys know I love Mahomes, but I'm very 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 tempted to put Joe Burrow number two. I'll have them three, and, and I don't want the the crazy reactions that people have like when I put Chase here, with the the knowledge that that you're gonna take them later because you can. Like that's the whole point of, of rankings, not to draft off the rankings, but to use the rankings as a cheat code to say to yourself, hey, you know, if you believe in the rankings, if you don't believe in the rankings I'm throwing out, that's that's a different story. But if you believe in the rankings I'm throwing out, Jamar Chase at number three shouldn't be. Oh, this is crazy. It should be, wow, if this ends up holding true 
and I get this man at 6-7, I'm cleaning up. I'm cleaning up. That's how everybody should be using rankings. If you want me to put out an ADP as my ranking, I could do that, but I don't want to do that. I want to give my actual prediction as to what's going to happen, which won't settle well with everybody. It never does. Every offseason, it doesn't. It never does. It never does. That's just the, the way it is. Uh, Saquon season, will he return next season? No. Um, will he return? Yes. Will he be his old self? I don't think so, bro. I think he's way too injury prone. Um, way too injury prone. Way too... There's just there's not a lot that tells me that he's going to stay healthy and rebound and stay healthy as he rebounds, that the offense is going to turn around. I mean, if A-Rod went to... To New York, you know, maybe we have a conversation about how I like Saquon a little bit more than I did before A-Rod landed there. But if they don't do anything crazy like that, which I don't anticipate New York doing, because I don't think New York, despite being New York and having that allure, I don't think it's going to lure in a lot of people like A-Rod or Wilson because there are better spots to go to than, than, than New York that have better offenses where a guy like Wilson doesn't want to go rebuild. He doesn't want to be a part of that Giants offense. Even if Wilson went there, it wouldn't turn around. You know, so so who wants to play? Who wants to play with Saquon? Plus, I think they believe in Daniel Jones. I, I don't think that 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 Saquon's gonna be even worth a second round pick. So not even in my top 24. And that might burn some people a little bit, might sting, but that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. Um, I love Najee, but yards per carry worries you. It should worry you in one one sense, bro. But what he did with low yards per carry and a very, very mediocre offensive line and bad suspect quarterback play to do what he did as a rookie, honest Abe, and to know what I'm saying, and I said it at the top of the show, that... There, it feels like almost a lock that A. Rod or Russell Wilson or equivalent type quarterback will go to this this vacant opening. Guys, there is no clear. Hey, we have a job opening at with the best position available that we're offering the entire league. We have this job opening and multiple quarterbacks willing to to throw their hat in the ring for it. You, you're telling me who here does not envision? Russell Wilson or A-Rod or equivalent landing in Pittsburgh with this ready-made situation to win a championship under Tomlin. Who's not going to take that? Why would A-Rod or Wilson not want this situation? So I think everyone needs to be predictive here and not be pessimistic toward Najee's potential Um. Uh, rise because it's going to happen. His yards per carry will go up. His situation is going to improve. If A-Rod lands in Pittsburgh, you're looking at a 15 to 18 minimum TD running back in Najee Harris. He's probably an 18 TD running back. He could be an 18 to 20 TD running back with the extra game now. He could be exactly what Aaron Jones was. Aaron Jones is going to fall off the face of the earth. Aaron Jones was manufactured by Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Joel says he's a unicorn. He is a unicorn. He is a unicorn. We we talk about the 
And you you want to know something else? This is this is going to rub people the wrong way too. Because tonight apparently is a show where a lot of people are are frustrated, uh, flustered. Look at this. Look at this. How do you like this prediction? Green Bay versus Tampa. Cincinnati versus KC. Oh, Schmitty, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy, Schmitty. You've got to be out of your mind. Green Bay winning it all. How do you like that? How do you like that? Who wants to be upset over that? Here is the unicorn box. Where's Jamar Chase? i got to write Jamar Chase on a, a piece of paper here. Jamar Chase... is a unicorn. Here's the the lack of risk. Lack of risk upside. His upside's a 9 or a 10. Okay, so he's on this line right here. The question is where is his lack of risk? His lack of risk is probably in that 9 to 10 range. He is a unicorn. He is one of the highest ranked players on my risk map that you could you could plot. JT's the only guy they could probably plot in the same exact place. JT, right around that range. And then safety, uh, because he's still young. It's, it's Jamar Chase and JT. These are the two biggest unicorns in fantasy football 2022, which is why I have them right here so high. Smitty, why is Jamar Chase so high? Because I just explained he's a unicorn. He's a unicorn. JT is a unicorn. Uh, Najee Harris is also a unicorn, but he has a little bit more uh, risk. He's probably a little bit lower in this unicorn box, but Najee Harris is a unicorn. Okay, there are, there, there are probably only, I would say, 10 to tw- ten players probably maximum are going to fall into this box if I ranked every single player in fantasy football. Every single player. Jefferson would probably be in this box. Najee Harris would be in this box. Cooper Cup would be in this box. Notice the wide receivers. Um, Najee Harris. No other running back probably falls in this box. Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase. You got guys like Hill and uh and Cook and and Javante Wood if he was if if let's say A-Rod goes to Denver and Melvin Gordon's not a concern then Javante would probably crack into the, the corner here. But past that, you don't have... You have Mahomes in here. You have you have Burrow. You have uh, uh, Josh Allen. You have three quarterbacks in here. Herbert's probably close, but because his... He, he has some potential to potentially be inconsistent, but he's definitely on the line at least. But you have Burrow. You have... Um, Josh Allen, you have Mahomes. Now, being a unicorn doesn't mean you're in the top three overall or something like that, or in the top ten. It just means that you, from your positional rank, are a unicorn. Adams is not there, Joel, for the reasons I've already explained. I, I don't, I don't think you're crazy for having Adams there, but Adams to me is not in the unicorn box any longer because he has Jordan Love throwing him the football potentially. The early word is that Green Bay will, in fact, probably franchise tag Adams. We know for almost, I think, a certainty, in my opinion, A-Rod's not going back to Green Bay no matter what happens. He'll either retire. He almost retired, even though, we, you know, I think he was calling everyone's bluff. 
but he was contemplating it because he did not want to play for Green Bay again. It's been brutal for him to go back in one sense. He loves his team. He loves his coach. But Aaron Rodgers is gone. He's gone. Why would he not want to follow in Tom Brady's footsteps, go somewhere else, get out of that organization who's holding back his legacy? Guys, this is an organization. This is an organization. Let me show this right here. That is a lot like the Chicago Bulls in that this team, I'm predicting to win the Super Bowl. This team is pretty much in everybody's top four teams overall for, for the playoff race here. And yet, this team has already decided to dismantle it, which is proof that it is a garbage organization from some on some levels. You know, of course, I love the Packers, the fan base, um, but this organization in general, the GM, the, the management of it, is Chicago Bull dismantling the Jordan Pippen franchise before it should have been dismantled, preemptively tearing apart a team. That is about to win the Super Bowl. Okay. You you have the best team in football. In a lot of people's opinions. And you've already decided to tear it apart. That is garbage. That is garbage. You think A-Rod wants to be a part of that organization anymore? He loves his fans. He's been there. He's been loyal. But he's a very honest guy. And he's had a lot of candid conversations about. He wants to be happy. He doesn't care. He'd retire. He'd. He would retire if, if, let's say, Green Bay didn't let him out of that contract and he decided to play anyway, and they didn't give him that clause that allowed him out. They restructured it so A-Rod can go. If they didn't, he would retire. I don't think he'd play another season for Green Bay. So that's why, uh, Joel, I appreciate your insight on that, and I agree with you to some extent that Adams has that talent and skill set. But with Jordan Love, no thank you. Not a, not a unicorn. Not a unicorn, pal. Um, Oat Smasher. Smitty, Burrow, and Chase Stack won it for me. Sign me up for the Cup 96 draft uh, keeper league. I get uh, I get to keep Javante and Chase using a 6th and 7th round pick. Go Lance, ETN, 18th rounder as my last keepers. Um, am I leaning one way or the other there? I would probably go ETN over Lance because quarterbacks, uh, people always undervalue quarterbacks. So ETN's the better value. And then you can draft Lance back anyway. Um, great job. Uh, Oat Smasher, DM me on Instagram right now. I'm going to keep refreshing my IG. Send me a message right now at, at The Fantasy Football Show. I appreciate you dropping that super. I'll give you an invite tonight to the 96 team league. I'll play that in one second too so everybody can, can see what's going on with it. Um, Oat Smasher, you are in. DM me right now on Instagram. Appreciate your super chat. Appreciate all of you. Uh, R. Smith, I answered your question, um, I believe, thoroughly. Let me know if you didn't hear it. Uh, where's Austin? Austin, did you not hear my response to your question? Because I did respond to it. You said that um, you had a super chat. I don't know if I missed I missed it. Austin, can you read my new super chat? Sure. Let me go find it. Austin, right here. Austin says, I feel the same way you do next year about Kyle Pitts. He is a tra He's transcendent. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts, look. Everybody had way too high expectations for Kyle Pitts. Way too high. Way too high. And, and, you know, I liked him a lot. I was pumping the brakes a little bit on people getting out of control and making Kyle Pitts like a top three or four tight end in, in, in redraft and drafting the man at fourth round value. Some people took him in redraft at the end of the third round. 
it was getting ridiculous. It was reckless. It was not advised. It was way too early. And what it ended up doing, though, Austin, is making a good world for you. A man like you, Austin, that sees the upside of Kyle Pitts now gets to enter a realm where people are so bent out of shape and burned by him because of their their early drafting tendency on Kyle Pitts and a rookie tight end that they don't like him. They fear he won't hold up to the value they hoped. And because he disappointed at their ridiculous expectation level, you're going to be able to come in and say, little do you know, Fred and Bob from accounting, that Kyle Pitts had one of the best rookie seasons you could have had for a, a, a tight end. He did. He was phenomenal. Best tight end rookie season since Shockey, or I think he might have passed him in terms of, of, of the upside. Crazy, crazy that people abs- acts, actually think that, that Kyle Pitts failed. He didn't. He didn't. He is the number one probably dynasty tight end going forward if you're drafting in a dynasty startup. I can understand somebody taking uh, you know, Kelsey just to win now and to say, hey, I'm going to play for one or two years. Maybe you're joining a dynasty league where you don't know anybody. And those leagues crumble after two or three, maybe even one to two years sometimes. So sometimes it's smart to play Dynasty for the now. Um, so I could get behind Kelsey going ahead of him in Dynasty if that's your mentality. Uh, dynasty drafts are, are all about your perspective and wh- how you want to attack it. Are you building long-term? Are you building short-term? Are you building somewhere in between? There are definitely, definitely different perspectives to bring to the table when you're doing a Dynasty startup. So don't let anybody stray you away from, from going... Kyle Pitts as the number one rookie tight end taken, or going Kelsey if you want to load up on on older veterans. Don't let anybody talk you out of that, bro. Um, but I, I love him next year, and I appreciate your super chat. And I, I, I this was the other message that you sent me, and um, uh, I would take him around the same place Jefferson was taken last year. Chase is a generational talent, but I'm not taking him that high. I would take him around around the same place you took. Okay, I I could get behind that, Austin. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna follow suit, but I mean, I can understand. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that you're wrong. A lot of people are are scared to take Chase that high. Uh, championship Smitty lost CMC, but still pulled through anyway. Thanks for all the help. I want in the Cup League. Uh, Sunny, DM me. Um, actually, Sunny, send me a text message right now. Um. And uh, I will respond to you, pal. Because you're on my text line, right? If not, DM If not, DM me right now, if you don't mind. Let me go to Instagram and find uh, Oat Smasher. Oat Smasher, is that DM there, pal? I'm going for it. Yeah, a lot of messages, a lot of DMs on, on you guys winning championships. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I feel like a papa bear. And all of my 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 children are winning championships, and it's fantastic. Um, where is Oat Smasher? Okay. Uh. Okay, uh, Sonny, I'm going to send you one more follow-up right now, okay? Because I'm going to need this right here from you. Thank you, pal. Uh, Sonny, now in the 
Cooper Cup, Super Duper Cooper Cup Fantasy 2022 Cup. Uh, Going to be amazing. Oat Smasher, where you at, pal? Austin, appreciate you. Terry Roberts with a super chat. Terry Roberts said, I got second in my money league, Smitty. Oh, so do you lose today? Did you lose because of Najee uh, in the league, pal? I thought you were winning first in one of them. I love Najee, but his yards per carry already addressed that. Sonny, appreciate you. Okay, Sonny, I got your text. Thank you, pal. And Oat Smasher. Oh, Smasher, what's your, your name on IG? Um, here is the video. If, if people are wondering what is what this is all about, um, let me go ahead and... Okay, here it is, right here. I give you Fantasy Cup 2022. 15 rounds, 96 owners. That's 1,440 picks. Eight copies of every player in the player pool. That means Jonathan Taylor will likely consume all of picks one through eight. And Henry and Cup could make up most of picks 9 through 24. 60 minute timer. This draft could take 80 days to complete. 96 owners. 15 rounds. 8 copies of every player in the player pool. One division of 96. One winner. I give you Fantasy Cup 2022. I'm going to play that one more time because I had everything in the way of that <laughs> of that playing. So let me hit it one more time. This is the Cooper Cup. This is the 2022 Fantasy. This is the Fantasy Cup 2022 League. We're, we're calling it all kinds of different things, but I think the ultimate name is going to be Fantasy Cup 2022 League. Um, and anybody that drops a $20 Super Chat uh, as a way of saying thanks to the show, it's not an entry fee by any means, uh, but we'll have amazing prizes in the league like... One of these fantastic rings. This is like a $150 to $300 ring. I believe this is going to be uh, given by the guys over at Custom Fantasy Rings. So that I'll have an announcement on what the prizes will be. Uh, potentially some Amazon gift cards. And I've got things like this that will be, we'll be giving out. Memberships uh, to, to sleeperu.com. A bunch of other stuff. You're going to co-host the show for a segment. Um, all kinds of prizes go into the winner. But let me play it one more time for you. Again, anybody that drops a $20 super, shot, uh, super chat gets into the league. 96 spots in it. It's one league. Everybody fighting for one first place. Uh, here we go. I give you Fantasy Cup 2022. 15 rounds. 96 owners. That's 1,440 picks. Eight copies of every player in the player pool. That means Jonathan Taylor will likely consume all of picks 1 through 8. And Henry and Cup could make up most of picks 9 through 24. 60 minute timer. 
This draft could take 80 days to complete. 96 owners, 15 rounds, 8 copies of every player in the player pool. One division of 96. One winner. I give you Fantasy Cup 2022. So if you want in that league, you know what to do. But I still won money. Absolutely, Terry. Fantastic job. Antonio killed everyone this week. Yeah, he cost a lot of championships. Cost, cost me a couple. I'll be honest. Uh, Antonio Brown. What a what a disaster Antonio Brown was. What a disaster. Um, this, this guy better not play again, and I'm never trusting him again. He had the most ideal situation, too. If he couldn't deliver for you in this situation, he won't deliver with a lesser quarterback and a lesser uh, commitment to volume. Um, is it best ball or do you have to make lineup changes? It's lineup changes. It's like a normal league lineups, waiver wires. We may have trading. I'm not sure yet. Uh, so get ready for that. Um, let's see here. I think you said you sent me oat smasher. Oh, okay. I didn't, (laughs) I didn't know that was you, bro. I had no idea. Uh, I never know who's who on YouTube with your handles sometimes, but but Oat Smasher, you're good, bro. You're good. Um, I've got you here. You're in. Uh, Oat Smasher and Sunny, you guys will get emails after the show when we end it. I'm going to end it here in a minute. And uh, and you guys will get invites to that. And if anybody wants in later, the spots will go quick. We already have, like I think, 15 to 20 spots of the 96 filled. Uh, but it's going to be fantastic. Draft will probably begin like either June 1st. I think it might have to be June 1st because it could take... It probably won't take 80 days to draft, but it could take 80 days. I have to prepare for the worst. If everybody let the timer go to one hour, it would we would require 80 days. And I don't want to push it. And I don't care for drafting early. You guys know my, my take on that. Everybody's got the same chance of, of, uh, of a freak injury happening. And the smart, crafty owner is going to avoid the pitfalls better than the non-crafty owner. And you get to be on top of players like, let's say Jamar Chase is getting laughed at in in somebody's three or four overall ranking like tonight. People appeared to have a good time looking at my ranking and saying number three overall. Oh, 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 Jamar Chase, that's stupid. (laughs) Even if people are upset about that, that might become the norm. Just like a lot of things unfold that way. And if you draft early, you've got the advantage. We're probably drafting about June 1. Assuming everybody takes the full hour to draft, the timer will be off at midnight to 6 in the morning. So, Scott, that answers your question. Midnight Eastern to 6 in the morning, the timer will be off. If you're Eastern um, and you go to bed at 10, you might want to pre-draft. Okay, if you because if you're really close to being up, you can pre-draft. You can pre-draft. There's no reason to freak out about a time frame hitting you where you're about to, yeah, so Scott, your, your timer's off from midnight to six in the morning, but make sure you're cognizant of you coming up on the clock, like let's say at 10 o'clock at night, and then if the timer's off at midnight, you'll time out between 10 and, you know, because you only got an hour timer. So make sure you pre-draft, and you can pre-draft. Like if there's only four picks in front of you, pre-draft. Like it's not a big deal. It's not like you're not making the pick you want to make because of pre-drafting. Um, also with the eight copies of every player, what people need to understand is that 
with the eight copies of every player, your draft is going to look a lot like a 12 team league, you know, because you're going to have, you know, uh, one, two, three, 95, 96. Oops. This is the turn 96 and 97. These are the bookend picks. And because there's eight copies of every player, um, eight copies times um, uh, 96, this will account for uh, every it being like a 12-team league. Okay? So you'll have at, at pick number 96, it'll be the same options available as if you were on the clock in a 12-team league. Because... The, number one will be JT. Number two will be JT. Number three will be JT. All the way down to, you know, potentially number eight overall. So let's say number eight is JT. Number nine is Harris. Number 10 is Harris. Etc. Or Cup. Whatever. And so by the time you get to pick 96, you're literally at what would be 12 overall. You cannot own two copies of the same player. On your team, you can only own one, although there are eight copies in the of each player in the player pool. So that is that should answer the question, the questions you probably have. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate uh Sonny and Oak Smasher for jumping into this league and donating a super chat to the channel. Um, much appreciated. Everybody's super chats. We got let me go through them real quick and just thank you guys for everything you guys done. Sunny, thank you, Sunny. Thank you, Oat Smasher. You guys are both in the league. Thank you, Austin, for your two or three super chats. Terry, appreciate your multiple super chats tonight and all the super chats you've dropped all year long. Austin, there's another one. Austin said Saquon season. Again, I answered that one. Gavin, Saquon. Oh, God. Gavin, are you still here, Gavin? Um, Saquon Dynasty Outlook. I think I answered that already on another question, but you super chatted, so I'm, I want to give it attention. Um, I trade them high. The moment you're able to get a lot for them, and I don't know that you ever will be, but Saquon Barkley is a worry for me. Do I sell them low and not take the chance that he rebounds based on the value you get back in a trade? Like, do I sell low? No. But I'm definitely not acquiring any new shares, and I hold on to them until you can get decent value. But attack also doubted players to get rid of them. And Gavin, the best way to get rid of Saquon, even now, even before he has value gained back, is to go across position because people will well they'll take chances you know and say oh, I'll take a chance on Saquon if you make it like a two for one trade so you give Saquon and something for a wide receiver that might be doubted an example would have been DK before DK bounced back that would have been a good swap uh, going after a, an elite quarterback you know Burrow you know just just make the move you know get value get value that's going to be guaranteed for you each week. Cross-position trades are the best way to get rid of a player that is completely doubted and a guy that you don't want to be a part of anymore. Tony, thank you for the super chat. Um, sorry about that. Or, no, congrats on that that win with her, with uh, Najee. Barlow, appreciate you. R. Smith, appreciate you, pal. Nigel, always appreciate you per usual. Thank you for all the super chats you've been dropping lately. And thanks for being a part of the, the 96 Team League. Lewis, I appreciate you. Vincent, I hope you uh, heard my answer. I was a little late getting to your question. Um, again, DK, I probably lean, but I love both of them. You can't really go too wrong with that, that, whatever path you take. I hope you're still here. Mark Cleveland, I appreciate you as always. Mark Cleveland's been riding 
with the show for a long time now. R. Smith, I got your second question here. Um, I, I think I got to this one. 16-team Keeper League. R. Smith, you still here? Who do you keep? Josh Allen. I don't think I got to this one. This is probably what you're talking about. I'm sorry, bro. R. Smith, not bad. 16-team Keeper League 2022. Who you who do you keep? Josh Allen, Diggs, Gibson, Muth, ETN, Smash, uh, Stash on IR, Smash. You were right about Daryl Henderson two years ago. <laughs> uh, who do I keep here? Uh, pro- probably if I if I had to rank them, I would say I would say Josh Allen. Even though he's a quarterback, he's still such a, a guaranteed amount of points, bro. I maybe keep Diggs, I suppose, but. Uh, Josh Allen, Diggs, and then Gibson in that order if I had to rank them. I don't know how many you can keep. 16-team Keeper League 2022, you don't. You just say, who do you keep? So I'm assuming it's one player. I mean, Josh Allen's hard to let go. He's also hard to keep because you could draft him back in the third round. Um, but I don't see any player here that, like, stands out like, uh, oh, God, you you know, you got to... You could draft Diggs back, too, just the same. Um and if it's a six point per TD league, I even like it more. The idea of more. If it's four points, I mean, you could, I could, I could lean digs. Uh, I just saw this message. Al Ali says, uh, "I love the show, Smitty." Okay, thank you. Appreciate that, Ali. Uh, Nigel, thank you, Nigel. Austin, appreciate you, Austin. Uh, Kyle, I'm in the. I'm Smitty. I'm the 2021 fantasy champ 12 team league. Uh, what, uh, what league is that pal? And congratulations, man. In your league, or are you talking about one of the leagues we have? I think you're just telling me you're the champ in your league and that's awesome. Congratulations. I, I feel proud. I feel like a proud Papa bear right now, Kyle. Um, rock out. Thank you very much. Sorry about AB bro. Mark Cleveland. Thank you. Daniel. Appreciate you. Um, those are all the super chats. Let me go to the bottom and see if anybody sent something while I was running my mouth. Um, okay. We are out of here. As always, the top comments will be on screen on the way out the door. Uh, I appreciate all you, uh, you know, Gary and, 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 um, Aliyup, I'm sorry. I got a little, I got a little, uh, flustered maybe with your, your negativity tonight. Um, normally it doesn't bother me too much. I don't know why it did tonight, Gary and, and Aliyup. I don't know. Probably because... It's not that ridiculous. I don't know why it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way because at least let it be something that's like outrageous that you don't like. Like Jamar Chase being three, four, or five on my rankings, not on ADP, on my personal covert secret weapon ranking of you taking advantage of ADP data using the ranking. It just didn't seem asinine to me at all. So I was a little thrown off. And, and maybe I, maybe I, maybe I was a little bit bothered by it. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm a human being. Um, but uh, you know, you could have, you could have had a little bit better candor. I would say coming in the building with it. I'll tell you that. Um, Super Gremlin is a song. <laughs> AB Super Gremlin. <laughs> AB's a mess, bro. That I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's onto something. Maybe he's done with football. Maybe, maybe he had an ankle injury. That was so bad he didn't want anybody to know about. And this was his grand exit to get out of playing and showing up and just go work on music. I don't know. I think people, I think we're all assuming he's never been the same since that that hit he took, that that massive hit he took. 
back in what year was it? Uh, he's never been the same ever since that that hit, that massive head injury. So there's a lot of reasons to be worried about, you know what, you know, we're all thinking it, right? But there's also a little bit of me that thinks this guy is just more calculated than we think. And he's just, he's off. He's off his rocker, but it's not maybe because of the hit. It could be just because that's the way he is. He's, you know, uh, wide receivers are are usually a little bit more uh, out there because uh, they've got like, you know, big egos and, and, you know, look at every big wide receiver uh, or a lot of them, you know, from, from Chad Ochocinco to Terrell Owens to AB. I mean, it, 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 the, the position draws in the, the dramatic, you know, dynasty league for the viewers, Nigel, we might, I'm trying not to do too many things that I can't keep up with, with one or two leagues. I, right now we're doing the one, we might do the second league. Like I talked about last night, but for now we're going to keep it at the one. Uh, and then move on from there. So once this league comes to a close, we'll look into another another league potentially. Uh, Smitty, what's the best place to practice mocks for 2022? Right here on the show, bro, because we're going to run mocks all off-season long. So get ready for that. We'll use a bunch of different platforms, but you just need to show up and you're going to get the mock here, Scott. And also, I have my, my mock draft simulator uh, at sleeperu.com. So... Um, Here's my my mock draft. Let's see here. Let me just make this smaller so I can expand it and show you guys. So I have my mock draft simulator at sleeperu.com. And uh, I'm tweaking the rankings, so you have to forgive me on it being off base right now because I'm trying to use ADP data. And ADP data is so jacked up from last year that mixing it in is causing a little bit of a, a little bit of a hiccup. But if you go to sleeperu.com, the homepage, and you click on mock drafts right here, and you click on mock drafts, um, click draft now, this opens up a draft simulator. And the draft simulator is this way. You, you select 12 teams. You select the draft order, snake or linear or third round reversal. Um, you select your draft pick. Let's say I'm drafting at number six. Dynasty, I'm going to enter keepers. I'm going to hit proceed. I'm going to put in, uh, let's say I have Najee Harris at number three. Okay. Let's say I have uh, Joe Burrow, Joey B at 5.06. Let's say Jonathan Taylor is somebody's keeper at, I don't know, 4.01. Let's say Josh Allen somebody's keeper at 3.9. Let's say uh, Terry McLaurin, somebody's keeper at, uh, I don't know, 11th, 11th round. And let's just say I've entered all the keepers and I want to go. I'm going to hit draft here at the top corner start. Now the draft automatically puts me on the clock at every single click of the button. You don't wait. You don't wait for anything. You literally just draft. Um, and then so right here, Jefferson, Cup, Javante, it's going to randomize a little bit. And know that this is going to be... And remember, we all these players got pulled out. So JT's pulled out. Najee Harris is pulled out. Those are all entered keepers. So let's say we're on the clock and we take Jamar Chase right here. We draft Jamar Chase. We already wrote in our keeper. We had Najee Harris as a 2.7 keeper, if you remember, on the previous screen. It automatically inserts Najee Harris into that draft slot. Um, uh, let's see. 
we're on the clock here. So we have Jamar Chase, Najee Harris written in the second round. We're on the clock in round three. Let's just say we take DK Metcalf. Now we draft DK Metcalf. He's right here and so on. And you can restart the draft and then do redraft. You can do, look at this, 12 team. Let's go pick number two. Let's go linear and let's go rookie only draft. Now I'm going to draft here. Kenneth Walker goes number one overall. You can take Brees Hall. We'll take Brees Hall. And now I'm on the clock in round two. Um, I don't have more than the, the top 10 running backs entered right now, which is why the, the draft stops right there because the these are powered off the rankings, which um, are powered off ADP and with the, the players that I've entered. So that is the mock draft simulator. Go check it out. Go check it out. Um, all right. I appreciate you all. Thank you for all the super chats. Nigel, thank you. Appreciate you, Nigel. Appreciate you, Scott. Appreciate you, Terry. Um, Sonny, Oat Smasher. Everybody. Um, comment. Comment after I end the video here. Sonny says, Kenneth uh, Walker to the Falcons. I, you know what? I, I don't want him to go there, Sonny. I'll tell you why later, but it's just a, not a... It's not a spot. I feel like it's it's primed for anybody to, you know. It's just a. It feels like a black hole there, like a dead a dead zone. I don't want him going there, Kenneth. Maybe you're a Falcon fan and that's why you're rooting for it and you want it to turn around and they can build around him. But I want Kenneth Walker going somewhere where he can shine. Uh, I love Kenneth Walker. Uh, what's up, pal, 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 pal? Uh, thanks, Smitty. Got the championship this week. Out of boy. Nice job. Penny, top 15 running back. Not next year. No, he's a he's a pretty big risk, I think. But trust your gut. Trust your gut. Um, 2020 Coop, 20, 2022 Cup League. Here we come. a boy, Terry. All right, peace out, everybody. Appreciate you. I'll hit the music, and uh, then I'll put all the best uh, super, or super... I'll put all the best comments on screen on the way out the door. Um, where is my music? Here we go. Later. Keats, I'm not sure what your week week 18 comment is, but I'll have week 18 content up for you. It won't be as elaborate. We kind of got to wait for the news. There's no sense in giving you advice. I'll do like a ranking show or something, but we have no idea what's in store for week 18 yet with the, the 19 list and all the teams potentially sitting uh, guys or not sitting guys. We got to break all that news down. It'll be, there'll be week 18 content, but you should not be playing this league. You need to change that for next year, pal.
Remember, I'm commenting for the next 12 to 24 hours. Pretty much every comment dropped on this particular show. Once it's up there for the replay usage, it'll start out with zero comments. Drop a comment. 